Hey, what's up, guys? Welcome back to another episode of the RC Element Podcast. Uh, so today I'm going to continue where I left off with my helicopter addiction. Um, I know I said I was going to get back to the cars, but I'm going to just go ahead and continue with the helicopters um, where I left off. So I think I was talking about um, flying my uh, Align T-Rex 500 ESPs all the time. And I had the I had purchased the Align uh, T-Rex 550E DFC uh, helicopter, which was fly barless, and it was just so big and cool that I didn't want to I didn't want to fly it. So <laughs> so um, I kept flying my uh, T-Rex 500 ESPs for the longest time, and I wasn't making very good progress at this point. I was probably flying for maybe a year but I kept going back to my like um, I kept going back to the the self-leveling helis because it just felt I felt more comfortable and, and safe with those helicopters kept going back to like the the uh, v977 the little one I bought I don't think I even mentioned that one I did end up purchasing that one also the little v977 uh, fly barless heli WL, WL Toys, I believe it was. Um, I had that and, you know, some of the other uh, beginner type of helicopters. Um, I was just scared. I was just afraid of the uh, collective pitch. And I was afraid to actually... I could, do, I could do fine with hovering and, you know, going forward and coming backwards. But I was afraid to, to switch up the orientations. And I was afraid to do figure eights. I could do all this stuff on the uh, collect pitch, or I'm sorry, the um, fixed pitch helicopters, no problem. But I was I was afraid to transition and, and, and push myself further because I didn't want to crash. It just I don't know. It took me a while to get out of that uh, to get out of that, and I just I loved helicopters so much, and I wanted to progress, and I just couldn't I couldn't push myself to. I guess it was just fear, fear of crashing, fear of like uh, getting discouraged. So I, for the longest time, I would just hover, shoot up in the air real high with my collective pitch helicopters. Um, I would go forward, then I would just come backwards. I wouldn't switch orientations. I would go side to side. I would do a couple pirouettes, but that was the extent of, of what I was doing with the collective pitch for the longest time because I was just afraid to, to push myself. So I just kept flying my, my fixed pitched and I could do everything with those. So stuck with that for the longest time. Then finally I was like, you know what? I didn't I didn't wanna I didn't wanna fly my my Align T Rex five fifty EDFC because I was afraid to crash it and it was expensive and it was nice and it was so big I just I didn't want to learn with that so I picked up a uh, Elan T-Rex 450 DFC um, just an airframe for like a hundred bucks and I was like all right maybe I can learn on this thing and this is where everybody's going to hate me everybody in the hobby is going to hate me for this one I don't know why but it's helped me progress. It's helped me get into the hobby more. It's helped me purchase more things in the hobby than ever. It's helped me purchase the legit uh, 
product. I'm talking about the K-Bar. K-Bar! Oh no, not the K-Bar! <laughs> yeah, the, uh, the K-Bar, the clone of the v Mini V-Bar, the Mikado Mini V-Bar. So, I wanted to start out with something that I could just beat around and learn on in this airframe was a hundred dollars and I got the cheapest servos you can get for it which were the the KST's uh, KST 215's 216 Metal Gears Metal Gear servos they're good servos they're just really cheap and uh, I put them in the uh, the Align T-Rex 450 and I ended up buying a K-Bar I was like, I'm going to try this thing out. Everybody's saying this is awesome, that Mikado, this is basically a exact copy of the, the Mikado Mini V-Bar. And everybody frowns upon it because the Chinese stole it. I mean, they copied it exactly and put it out there for like less than a quarter of the price. That's, that's why I got it. It was only like 20 bucks compared to $150, $200 for... The mini V bar or a, a V bar uh, Neo. So that's the only reason I got it. I didn't know if, he, if I was even going to continue in the hobby. So I wanted to find out if I liked it. If I crashed it, I'd be only out 20 bucks if I broke it. So that's why I went that route and uh, ended up putting that little uh, mini V uh, K bar, mini K bar <laughs> on the uh, T Rex 450 and took her out for my first flight and I was absolutely blown away by the stability, by the controls, by everything with this little flight controller. I was blown away. It, it changed the game completely for me and just opened up a whole new world for for collective pitch, collective pitch uh, fly barless helis. This little uh, K bar. V bar. So yeah, I was just, I couldn't believe how stable it was and how easy it was to, basically, I could do everything, at that point on, I could do everything um, that I could do with the fixed pitch helicopters, I could actually do with the collective pitch helicopters because of this, uh, because of this flight controller. I just dialed down in the software, the uh, agility way down so that it wasn't too, too sensitive and sure enough man i could i could actually turn and do figure eights and do everything that i could do on the uh the fixed pitch helicopters which i was just so pumped and so happy i was just like i was so happy i was like this is so awesome i can actually fly a collective pitch helicopter in forward flight this is this is amazing so from that point on my addiction just became unstoppable <laughs> so ended up from that point I flew that T-Rex 450 in the end I put almost 200 flights on it because I love the way it flew so much I was like this is freaking awesome and it's a it's a collective pitch helicopter of course I wasn't doing 3D and I wasn't really interested in 3D still not really interested in 3D but um, so I flew the crap out of that thing I ended up getting a um, Around that time, I think it might actually have been before I got that T-Rex 450. Can't remember. 
Eh, it might have been after that. I bought a, a SAB Goblin 570 and I got it used on eBay really cheap and it's sad. It might have been before I got that T-Rex 450. I just wanted it because it looked so cool. <laughs> I knew I wasn't going to fly it. <laughs> it. It sat for a good year before I did anything with it. Um, once this this K-Bar, once I put this K-Bar in the uh, T-Rex 450 and I got hooked, then I was like, man, I got to get this Goblin 570 up and flying. But uh, I didn't do that right away anyway. I ended up going on Heli Freak, and I seen a SAB Goblin 380 for sale, really cheap. And I believe what what came? I think this one. Trying to think. No, it was just the airframe. Yeah, airframe and motor. So, yeah, I got that in the mail, and I was just pumped. This thing looked beautiful. Always wanted a Goblin helicopter. Um, it just looked awesome. So I ended up putting the KST servos in that one as well. I got a uh, Hobby Wing, Hobby Wing 50 amp ESC for it. And close your ears, guys. I got a K bar. Got another K bar because I was in love. I was in love with the uh, T Rex 450 K bar I had. And dirt cheap. Put another K bar in there. And again hooked even more this thing this goblin 380 blew the the t-rex out of the water i was i was big time hooked t-rex 450 i still flew it but the goblin took over and with this k-bar in there i was so so amazed and so impressed and you know a lot of people a lot of people frown on the k-bar like uh, you're you're evil for supporting you know people who steal and people who uh, copy and steal other people's designs and put all the hard work in I, I agree with them it's true but this was just a, a test phase for me to see if I was even going to stay in the hobby so honestly I believe the, if it wasn't for the clone K bar I would have been out of the hobby I probably would have been out of the helicopter hobby altogether uh, because it was so cheap and it got me it got me flying fly barless and it got me actually flying forward flight figure eights got me flying pretty good actually I, I would have never I would never threw down $200 for a fly barless unit to put in a $100 airframe I just wouldn't I wouldn't have done it and I probably wouldn't have progressed in the hobby if it wasn't for the K-Bar. Um, so people who hate on the K-Bar, I think it's an excellent thing for someone who isn't sure, who wants to just get their feet wet, see if they like it, and from there, then you support, then you support the, uh, the manufacturers, the main manufacturers, like I did. I ended up buying... I ended up supporting Mikado. I ended up buying a, a Neo, V-Bar Neo for my Goblin 770. I got a Neo for my 570. I got a Mini V-Bar. Um, I got a legit Mini V-Bar, Mikado Mini V-Bar, in my uh, Oxy 3. So, honestly, the K-Bar, I think the K-Bar did more good for the hobby 
because I ended up, and Mikado, because I ended up being hooked on Mikado because of the K-Bar. I would have never spent that much money on a legit Mikado product at, in that time, at, at that time in the hobby. So, yeah, I think, I definitely think uh, clones have their place in the hobby. I know a lot of people don't, don't agree with me and are going to trash me and bash me and say whatever, but it's the truth. If it wasn't for the K-Bar, I wouldn't be in the hobby because I wouldn't have bought, I wouldn't have spent that much money on, on a legit uh, product. So, that said, uh, you're still there if you're still hanging around after my my, my rant with Owen uh, clones. But, yeah, clone, I, I do believe if you're brand new getting into the hobby and you want to try out uh, Collective Pitch, K-Bars are 20 30 bucks. Throw one in your little cheap helicopter. See if you like it. I guarantee you're going to like it. Move on and purchase legit products from Mikado and everybody else. I think clones do have its place in the hobby. Uh, so that said, uh, yeah. So Mikado V-Bar, K-Bar changed the game for me. I got really hooked on the hobby. I started purchasing, you know, you heard what I said. I have a Goblin 770, Goblin 570, two Goblin 380s. I have a T-Rex 500, um, DFC 550E DFC which I I still fly that one but it has a uh, Beast X in it and Mikado's uh, V-Bar just blows that away I love the the V-Bar the V-Bar feel much better I can still fly I could fly the Beast X but it just feels different um I have that I have a Oxy 3 I have a um, Protoss uh, 380 Evolution, which I still haven't got that in flying yet. It's just an airframe. Um, what else do I have over there? I can't remember. Oh, I have a Oxy. I said Oxy 3, right? Yes. I have a Gowie X3. Um, that's a great flying helicopter. I love that little helicopter. The Gowie X3. Between that and my Goblin 380s, they're the ones that get the most flight time. Then my 570 gets a good bit of flight time. And my 770, I don't fly too much because it's, I love it. It flies amazing. It's just a monster. And the repair cars are, the repair costs are going to be uh, <laughs> crazy if I crash it. So that's the main reason I don't fly too much. And it's just a big animal. And back here where I live... I don't really want to fly that around when the neighbors are out and stuff. <laughs> so the Goblin 570 is just an amazing flying helicopter. Same with the 380s. Um, so yeah, guys, that's how I became hooked. And I'm addicted. I'm addicted. Still still not doing 3D. I do, I do do 3D on a simulator. Ended up purchasing uh, Real Flight 7.5. The one that comes with the little uh, controller, and I can do 3D on mild 3D on the simulator, but I have no desire to do it in real life. Um, I did do one maneuver. I did go inverted. I didn't get it on camera, and almost crashed. I went inverted and did one of those punch outs where you go straight up inverted, and I did that several times with my Gowie X3. 
and I did it. It just felt weird and just wasn't comfortable, but I did it and went right back to just fast forward flight, cutting it hard, doing loops, what I like to do. Um, but yeah, the flight simulator definitely, definitely helps with learning 3D. I've learned a bunch of 3D maneuvers on there that I'm not very good at, but I can do them on the simulator. Uh, so that's definitely something you should invest in if you want to get good at 3D and at collective pitch helicopters. Um, I don't know what else to touch on. I'm probably forgetting some things, but uh, yeah, RC helis, man. <laughs> very addictive, very challenging, awesome hobby. There's awesome people in the hobby. I listen to uh, several of the other podcasts out there. Um, who we got? Bert Cameras podcast. Him and uh, Kyle Stacy. Cool. That's an awesome podcast. The uh, uh, Freefall RC podcast. I listen to them all the time. Telerotor podcast. There's just a bunch of them out there now. A bunch of good podcasts to listen to to keep you keep you going and keep you pumped. <laughs> so of course all the YouTube channels out there that Tarak and Alan Zabo and just everybody. Some freaking awesome pilots. Awesome hobby. So that's my rant. Rant, I guess you could say it's kind of a rant. <laughs> anyway, guys, I hope you enjoyed uh, hearing the rest about how I got into the uh, helicopter side of the hobby. And next week, I will continue my RC car collection and we'll go from there. So if you want to check out my YouTube channel, it's The RC Element. And I have a Heli Edition channel called The RC Element Heli Edition. All helicopter videos. Um, so thanks for, for stopping by, guys. And uh, until next time, The RC Element. <laughs>